Alrighty, boys, we've had week one. I can tell you, watching the Packers play the Bears, I was sweaty as. And I figured out that I didn't have my comfy nuts on, which really, really cost me in the end. I was a little bit of chafing. So I needed to come home, get my wood out, my silver wood, <laughs> apply it downstairs, and uh, I come up a treat a day or two later. Don't you worry about that. And everyone in the family was happy with that one, I can tell you that much. That's why any given Sunday Australia is proud to be supported by one of Australia's fastest grooming men's brands, Nut Care. Proudly Australian, Nut Care is taking down under grooming to the modern day man. Recently voted number one, just like us, by Men's Health magazine with Bear Nuts Pubic Hair Removal Cream. Nut Care is revolutionising male, male grooming. As proud supporters of us at any given Sunday, Nut Care is offering our listeners and viewers on YouTube the 10% off their first orders simply by using our promo code, which it is across all of our sponsors, any given Sunday or one word. Put it into the checkout and the discount will be applied. Nut care is essential grooming for men. Brown 45. You are listening to Any Given Sunday Australia. Yes. Hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast. That was a slightly different yes than normal. I don't know nice. really what happened there. Romy. The number one podcast in at least three households, one studio, the Gridiron Australia head office, over in Winnipeg, uh, ABC head office. It's We're everywhere. We love it. It's grouse. Joining us as always, and I. this is going to be rough as, but mm. I just wanted to go to Cardi. Where is it? Here it is. Nice and loud. So joining us is TC24 down in his basement, wherever that may be. It's got mm. a little video I want to play. Well, I just want you to hear it. Did we hear that? <laughs> uh, I, I, know what you're ta- I know what you're referring to. But that's he's a premiership winner. winner. Yes. He is our premiership winner at Tim Carty AGSAU. Ah, oh, there it is. How are you, mate? Got a little medal here. Uh, going really good um, coming off the back of, yeah, the winning the flag on the weekend. So a little bit, um, been a little bit dusty in the last couple of days, but just coming good now. So um, it was unfortunate timing for week one. I didn't, um, after the uh, Thursday night game, I didn't get to see a whole lot of, lot of the uh, football, but um, it's okay. I was busy. I was busy, but that's why I got you boys. Yes. No, we did look after you, but I, I was watching along. Uh, I was going to get down there, but unfortunately couldn't and watched along on the live stream and saw a couple of really good jukes and finished with a goal. Yeah, little junk time goal, just um, one for the back six. So <laughs> it was uh, a very nice way to finish off. I wasn't having the best game, so I thought, hey, what's what's a way I can get my name in the paper? <laughs> like, Polsky, <laughs> so. Nice. Knocked nice. out there, plopped myself in front of the full forward and <laughs> actually was pretty lucky to be paid the mark in the end, but... Um, yeah. I dined. I dined out on the story all week, so that's the main thing. Yeah. I thought it was forty-five out on a sharp angle. But yes. that's all right. yeah. <laughs> we'll leave that. Also, our ever reliable. No, Cardi's the ever reliable. <laughs> our work experience kid turned pro into year two at Danny Webb AGSAU. And for those that didn't know, celebratory birthday this week. Uh, another year older, mate. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, the ripe old age of twenty-nine. <laughs> Never felt better or worse, actually, because I'm still. Bloody recovering. It was a big, big old week. Took a little bit of Daniel leave. Uh, managed to actually watch a fair few games, but that was 
while hugging a pillow and feeling sorry for myself. But we got Us. that. The no birds yeah, got you a W just for to celebrate. Yeah, just. I don't really want to talk about the birds this week. Mm, I do. <laughs> There's a few things I want to bring up. We might bring them up later. Well, you're another year older and a, another year more handsome too. So. Yes, oh, absolutely. This is why I come on. I come on just to listen to you guys praise. It's a bit of feel good. <laughs> uh, there's something I want to bring up just before we get into Dr. Danny's injury report. Which is going to take um, about half an hour. Which will be quite a long. I'm actually going to go duck off, put the kids to bed and come back and it'll still probably be going. But... Um, <laughs> We, we had some pretty big news that we put out on the socials. I know Danny's been huge on it with the, the Twitter or the X's. Hey. Uh, we've, we've teamed up with NFL Australia and New Zealand to Game Pass, the only place that you can watch every game live. The game's in 40, the game's in like 60. They give you everything. I was up nice and early before we went to work. Uh, I had four screens watching four different games. It was, it was really what I... Like, it was incredible. It's the first time I've ever had Game Pass, and I thought my like everything in my world was coming true. It was bloody great, and I got to watch the Packers, which is even better. Mm. Um, so we have a code uh, that is up on our socials. Danny, is it on the on the X's? It is not a code. It's a link. It's a link. It's a link. Required. I should apologise. It is no a link. Code required. All you need is to go to that link. If you <laughs> sign up uh, using our link, we are putting together with NFL Australia New Zealand a prize pack with your team's gear. Uh, I think it'll be a hat and a shirt. Uh, from New Era, so not bad, not bad gear. Yeah, it is the latest stuff to come out. So, but you have to sign up before kickoff in week three. So you've only got a week and a half to sign up and do that. Uh, but yeah, anyone who signs up goes in the draw to win that uh, prize pack. So have you boys signed up yet? Am I in the draw? Can I win? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the three of us are going to be excluded from it. But I am yeah, wearing yeah. my NFL official merch today to celebrate our. Little prize pack that we've got coming forward. Something yeah, like this. We might have to, yeah, keep it above board. And we, we won't be in the competition, but we'll definitely be going through the link. That's for sure. My old man will be in it, though. So yeah, That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we move on to everyone. Go get a cup of tea because this is going to be uh, <laughs> a long one. Thank you for calling Dr. Danny's office. So this one is going to be massive. Uh, obviously, got to start with the person we're probably going to talk about the most, uh, Aaron Rodgers. It has come out. He is confirmed to have a torn Achilles just after four snaps. <sighs> counted to 40 seconds of gameplay. Uh, he wasn't actually doing fantastically in those four snaps either. Uh, <laughs> not a lot of things open for him. Went down. It was a very unfortunate fall and a very clear pop of that Achilles. If you haven't seen the video, make sure you go out and check that out. Uh, so for the average Achilles recovery time is between 9 and 12 months. Uh, Roger's been 39 and he'll be 40 by the time he actually returns. Uh, he's come out already on his socials and said that he's completely heartbroken, but the night is darkest before the dawn and I shall rise yet again, which kind of fills people with a little bit of confidence. He's actually going to come back. Rumors floating around that he could potentially retire from this injury, but being... 40, single, no kids, believes in the Jets, believes in the Jets' defense, being at a Super Bowl caliber. I reckon he's definitely going to be back. Uh, do you boys have anything to add on this injury before I move on? It'll just be interesting to see, like you said, the the whole 40, 
whether he does come back. That's that's obviously the biggest thing. But it is very unfortunate to see. Uh, we'll probably we'll, I do have a few questions about them later on, so we'll leave okay. it at that. But yeah. it's a shame, shame to see it. Well, hold on, Tap. I did actually speak to a qualified doctor because a lot of stuff's come out that it was actually happening on turf, which is what the Americans call their artificial grass. So it's a combination of their real grass and artificial grass blended into one. It's another injury yet again to happen on that. Um, but he said it's probably like the third in the tiers of things that actually probably went wrong. Because firstly, he had the calf strain, which is always going to affect your Achilles. Secondly, was the way he fell. And then, yeah, the third catalyst was probably that artificial turf. So once again, that artificial turf is going to be causing dramas. The NFL Players Association have already come out and said, release a press release, almost demanding all the owners to replace it all with official mm. grass. So that's... It's not the first time they've done that, though. And it seems to fall on deaf ears every time. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. It definitely is a tough one. Because like, obviously, JK Dobbins is Achilles as well. Uh, out for the season, that was on grass. So, yeah, like, same injury, happened in different ways. Uh, but, yeah, one happened on grass, one happened on the turf, the artificial grass. So, yeah, it just, I don't know, it's just going to be an, another argument, another uh, point in the NFL Players Association to go after these owners and try and get official grass put in everywhere. Mm. Moving on to this massive list, I don't know if this happens every week. One, I wasn't. I don't think I was around for week one last year. I wasn't. I wasn't on the IR myself You're yet. Celebrating so. your twenty eighth. <laughs> yeah, you weren't. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't on the IR yet, so I wasn't <laughs> to get invited to join the podcast at that point. But this, there is a lot, so I'm just going to go through them relatively quickly. If you boys have anything, <laughs> raise no. your hand. Otherwise, I'm just going to fly through it. Uh, Austin uh, Eckler from the Chargers. He had an ankle injury against Miami. Status for practice still remains unclear. Uh, Anthony Richardson. <laughs> what happened? What did I do? He's got Carter's squad, is he? <laughs> he's, in, he's in my fantasy, so oh, yeah, yeah. just reacting. Yeah. And it's going to happen a few more times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's live reacts. Oh, no. When, when you get the lowest score in one of our fantasy leagues, you, you know it's probably injury. Bro. <laughs> for sure. Um, or you had uh, Joe Burrow like I did. Anyway, that's, we'll get to that later, I'm sure. <laughs> Anthony Richardson, uh, obviously from the Colts, he had a lower body injury. It was knee and ankle soreness, so he went out. Gardner Minshew came in, massive cheer from the crowd, which you know, warmed, warmed the soul. Um, but he's actually not listed on the injury report. I just wanted to mention Gardner Minshew. So he should have said he's coming off. Aaron Jones for the Packers, hamstring injury on his 35-yard touchdown against the Bears. Uh, not considered serious, but isn't practicing. Deontay, uh, Deontay Johnson uh, from the Steelers, hamstring injury. A little bit more serious. Will miss multiple weeks. Jacoby Myers is in concussion protocol after being helped off the field. He actually had nine catches and two touchdowns. So he was playing phenomenally before that happened. That was a pretty big head knock. Wouldn't be surprised if he misses uh, week two. Andrew Thompson, uh, oh, sorry, Andrew Thomas from the Giants also had a hamstring injury didn't practice is day-to-day it's probably going to be a big loss as he's one of the giants best o-line and they need all the help they can get after their absolute pathetic performance against the cowboys you can say it. it's okay you can say it. i'm out is yeah you you can't be shut out you can't be shut out in week one that is not good uh jack Cochran. Uh, from the Browns, he was carted off the field after his leg buckled. Torn ACL, season ending. Ronnie Stanley from the Ravens left against the Texans with a knee injury. Most likely will miss week two. 
Um, Garrett uh, Bradbury left with a back injury. He's the center for the Vikings. He actually missed the majority of last season with a back injury, so it's unclear on his timeline and will definitely miss week two. Cameron Hayward from the Steelers, groin injury, will miss multiple weeks. Nicobe Dean, the left uh, back from the Eagles, foot injury. He's also out for a couple of weeks. The Eagles have already signed another left back, but I can't remember who it is. JC Horn from the Panthers. He had a serious and freak hamstring injury, they're calling it, and we'll go un- we'll undergo surgery for it. So he's going to be out for indefinitely. Uh, Marcus Williams, the safety for the Ravens. Torres Peck, which I thought was quite a strange injury for NFL, personally. Uh, so he's actually got has the possibility of surgery. Uh, may not be season-ending, end- but will be out for a long time. And then Jalen Petrie, the safety from the Texans. He was actually hospitalized with a bruised lung after coughing up blood after trying to get a sack. So he's still recovering despite being released from hospital. Uh, and week two is definitely questionable. Wow. That's it. I was just able to check all my uh, emails and everything. It was great. So <laughs> thanks, mate. Is that it? We done? Yeah, we are done. There's a there's a few more minor ones, but anyone who's actually playing in uh, week two, I didn't bother to mention because of how long the list already was. Yeah, nah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, before we do move on, and we're going to review game uh, a game each. We've all picked a game that we're going to review. I uh, just want to mention our sponsors, C2C Rare Threads. They are the sponsor of Dr. Danny and his service, and he's obviously reaching out to actual doctors, which is amazing, uh, and getting some actual real scientific stuff it's it's we're going beyond above and beyond which is amazing are you saying what, i'm not a doctor uh yes <laughs> no you are a doctor that's great no <laughs> you know more than i do i can tell you that much i think that's from personal experience though more than being a doctor but see to see rare threads as you can see for those on the youtubes that is their website right there uh they have everything that you can think of uh, and 10 percent off uh, using our code any given Sunday or one word. They are incredible supporters of our podcast. So uh, appreciate them jumping on board. Boys, we uh, picked a game each to talk about from the weekend instead of boring everyone with every game because there was a few blowouts, a few snorefests, a few great games. Um, so we picked a game each to go through. Who wants to lead us off? Cardi uh, is. Danny, Danny's <laughs> voice probably needs a bit of a break. Yeah, go have a drink, um, mate. I'll go first because I'll take us back to, I chose the season opener, uh, the Lions and the Chiefs, uh, back on Thursday night, American Friday morning, our time. Um, yeah, Lions come away, 21-20 winners in a bit of a, a bit of a shock, I suppose. Um, there were a few questions being asked of the Chiefs, bit of a, a bit of a turnover of personnel um, in the offseason and then obviously missing, counting out Patrick Mahomes, but missing their two best players on, one on either side of the ball um, in Jones and Kelsey. A um, few questions asked, and the Lions have it came in and like you know a bit of bit of noise about the Lions this off season and and where they're going. And MCDC um, obviously just just missed the playoffs last year, eight and nine. But yeah, a bit of noise, a bit of hype about them, the way they're trending and and things like that. And um, yeah, they were, they were able to get the job done. They um, they came out that it, it was. For what two were two of the highest scoring offenses last year? It wasn't a super, um, you know, offense heavy or you know super sexy game in it by any means. Um, the Chiefs didn't actually score a touchdown in the second half. 
But uh, the Lions' defense definitely kept him in it. I think it was Branch um, got a pick six in the second half off um, a Kadarius Tony drop, one of his few drops of the night. He actually, him and Sky Moore um, stunk it up quite a bit. Um, There's a few of the questions, you know, we were asking about the Chiefs was who who are they going to go to? Um, who's going to be, his, you know, his number one receivers, and particularly without Kelsey there as his sort of fallback option. And I had a bit of a look. Sorry, as I just go to me stats. Um, he targeted oh, over 10, 10 players, I think. Not None of them got over five targets for the game. So he was, you know, sharing around trying to find an avenue and just none of them were able to... Um, really get going. Maybe Valdez Scantling was mm. a little bit productive for him. But other than that, no one else was really just turning it on. And like Mahomes was the leading rusher for the Chiefs for the day too. So like Mahomes was doing all he could. Um, but unfortunately for the Chiefs on their uh, banner day, releasing their banner for last year's Super Bowl at home at Arrowhead, the, the Lions came in and spoiled the party. And huge, huge for the Lions. Um breaking a streak of, I think, five week one losses for them. And then also on the other side, breaking the streak of eight, I think, week one wins for the mm-hmm. Chiefs or something like that. So massive win for the Lions. Um, yeah, perfect way to start off their season. Rumours of Campbellhead Stadium, is that true? <laughs> There's always some dickhead that uh, wants to start like a, an awesome term like that. I'm not, I, wanted, I did want to mention um, a few little rumours getting around that apparently Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift have started seeing each other now. So people are sort of uh, making a little bit of a comparison to the, uh, is it the Kardashian effect in the NBA? So just maybe watch, watch this space. elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. So just watch this space on Kelsey. We'll see. We'll keep a close eye on him, but um, no, I expect Chiefs to bounce back and I don't want to jump the gun and get into the news now, but obviously Jones has signed. So we'll be back playing next week. So, yeah, uh, which we'll get into in a little in a, a little bit's time, but definitely not panic stations for the Chiefs by any means. Um, and I, I personally think expect Tony and the likes of Sky Moore to bounce back and be a bit more productive. Like you do still have the best quarterback in the game. We can't can't yeah. um, dispute that fact. So yeah, expect the Chiefs to bounce back, and let's look for the Lions to keep the keep the uh, keep the season rolling or keep the. Get the bus rolling. I don't know. Keep what, the what are they the... Yeah, we'll just keep keep things rolling. Yeah. They um a little bit of backstory on the Tony and more was Maxi <laughs> sending a message, I believe for punting purposes, probably. Yeah, I, I, I had to assume it was for punting. Yeah, threw it out to the boys and said, Look, you guys are the experts. Who who's gonna step up with Kelsey out and you were straight in there and said Sky Moore and I was straight in there to say Tony and they you had one cash between them. So <laughs> Perfect. Well done. <laughs> we, did, we did speak about uh, in our preview episodes about the Chiefs, you know, not bringing back everyone that they possibly could have from the Super Bowl run and how that was going to take time to for them to get back up to that elite level. So they're losing in week one to me. wasn't necessarily a shock. I know none of us actually picked it in our tipping comp, but we did definitely float oh, down the line. There were a huge chance. Let me tip them. Well, let me. Yeah. yeah. We, we did... Uh, Say the the Lions were a huge chance. Uh, sorry, yeah, the Lions were a huge chance of taking this one out. And yeah, yeah, and like people refer to all the time, like in the in their Super Bowl dominant era, the Brady Patriots would often start the season, you know, Slow. have a losing record the first five six games, and then yeah. just go on an absolute heater and you know go on to take out the Super Bowl. So definitely, yeah, not not panic stations by any means, and you know they'll get things sorted. But I think just more more so uh, an awesome win for the Lions on the road. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And good good thing for the Chiefs is there's only one team in their division that actually got the W this week, and it was your boys. I did want to mention before we moved on, before you guys get to your games, Raiders on top of the AFC West, just the only team with the winning record at the moment. So, well done, Broncos. We still own the Broncos. <laughs> which, is, uh, which is interesting as well, because like most teams that did well in the preseason absolutely stunk it up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And Raiders, Raiders are one of the very few that did well in the preseason. I was giving you heaps of shit saying it was going to go the other way around. Dominant. <laughs> preseason dominant, but we've translated that into uh, real season now. So that's the main There's thing. There's another team that did that as well. I, just, oh, ah, I, can't, I can't think of one. <laughs> nah, neither can I. Danny, do you want to go next? Do you want me to go next, mate? Uh, I can jump in. I've, I've had a little bit of a break. I've had some water. Um, so I wanted to, but not going to talk about the Cowboys potentially being the Super Bowl favourites after their dominant 40 to nothing blowout, which is hard for me to say, being an Eagles fan. Also, I wanted to talk about Brock Party being absolutely back. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Jets' amazing win in overtime after Aaron Rodgers going down with that punt return in OT to take it for the win. All games deserving huge honourable mentions, uh, but that's not what I'm going with. I'm going with the absolutely... Electrifying game. Please pardon the pun, Chargers fans. Uh, a game with two ties, nine lead changes, with a Dolphin taking it out, 36-34. to 34. The combination of Tua and Hill was like virtually unstoppable in this game. He was targeted 15 times, catching 11 of those for 215 yards and a pair of touchdowns. Just with that alone, Tua ended up throwing for 466 yards. This game was offense heavy. Both sides <laughs> essentially going for punch for punch with so little resistance from the defense. It wasn't until Tua threw that go-ahead four-yard touchdown pass to none other than obviously Tyreek Hill with one, one minute 49 remaining. And then the Dolphins defense actually stepped up, posted two of its three sacks on Herbert uh, to make sure they got that shut out. I think it was, I think it was four and out on the first drive back anyway. Um, and there to take out that win. Herbert still like had a relatively impressive game. He threw twenty three for thirty three. Uh, yeah, twenty three for thirty three for two hundred twenty eight yards with two touchdowns himself, one passing, one rushing. It's still an elite game for the Chargers, and there's a lot of positives to come out of it, especially yeah. on the offensive yeah. side. Uh, but both teams got a lot of work on on their defense. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, it kind of goes against the trend too of a lot of teams. Well, a lot of people always say the offense is always a little bit behind coming off preseason and um, training camps and things because maybe they're not getting as many reps in or whatever as the, def- as the defense for whatever reason. But, yeah, this one definitely went against the trend and both sides' offenses are absolutely firing, which you'd love to see. Mm. Incredibly entertaining game to watch as well. And, uh, yeah, that final drive by the Dolphins to actually get, you know, get the lead was like a thing of beauty. It was a great thing to watch. Healthy yeah. tour. Dangerous. Yeah, yeah, very, very dangerous. Obviously, all his jujitsu is paying off. He didn't get the chance in his first game. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, exactly, you hit the nail on the head there. That the Chargers will be disappointed they didn't get the W, but there's so many positives to take out of it uh, and a lot that they can still work on, obviously, with the defense. But huge game for both teams. And Oregon, Miami, seeing the, the other, or the Bills and the Jets game, are probably sitting quietly confident now. Uh, you know, the Bills had a stinker. And the Jets have lost their best player. So, they're sitting there going, oh, I reckon we can top this uh, division, I reckon. Probably feeling pretty confident at the moment. Hmm. Stephen Bradbury. 
<laughs> I don't think it'd be. I've, I've picked him to win it now because not now. I picked him to win it before, but uh, I don't think it'd be Bradby. I reckon they could be out in front. We do have a question about the Bills coming up later. Not okay. to give too much away. Uh, the game I have chosen is obviously the Packers uh, and the the Bears. Uh, no, I couldn't do that, but I do want to shout out the boys. It was a bloody good watch. Uh, I want to just keep the lid on it. We we did play probably the worst team in the league. Uh, sorry to all the Bears fans. I know there's a few of you, but um, yes, it was good to watch. But oh, Aaron Jones will be fine. Don't you worry about that. The game I do have does actually affect us. I picked the Vikings and the Bucks uh, mainly because I think an enormous win for the Bucks uh, in that division that could be anyone's um, to come out and get a road win in Minnesota, where they. Minnesota was the team last year, was it nine games they won inside of a field goal or something like that, where first game this year that they have the chance and they shit the bed, which uh, is pretty standard by them, I think. Uh, they actually come out pretty hot. They were they were up 10-3 halfway through the second quarter, but the Bucks were able to score on either side and hold the Vikings um, of halftime. So they were up 17-10 midway through the third. Um, the Vikings were able to come back and tie it up before a game, well, end up being a game-winning field goal with five minutes to play. You think the Vikings would be able to just, you know, noodle their way down the field. They got Justin Jefferson, who had nine catches and 150 yards, and I think most of it was in the first half. Um, but it was a three and out, and Baker Mayfield was able to hold the ball for nearly four minutes um, to be able to take a knee at the end and and get the W, which, yeah, I, I think it's a huge win for the Bucks, but also for the Packers because it has us sitting on top of the NSC North, which is huge. Even though Detroit got the win, we're still on top. Uh, some stats out of the game. Mayfield, 21 of 34, 173 yards and two touchdowns. So um, Tyreek Hill himself had a bigger game, but um, still huge for him. And it wasn't a very big uh, rushing game. Like the, the leading rushing was only 39 yards from Rashad White. Uh, for both sides, Like it was pretty, pretty small. It was a very aerial uh, Evans had six catches, 66 yards, and a touchdown. Cousins, now, I want to get your boys' opinion because they've only scored 17 points. Cousins has had 33 of 44 for 344 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Matt Stafford used to get a lot of shit about that. They used to call him Pat Stafford mm. because he just used to pat his stats and make himself look good, but the team wouldn't get the W, like... Leaving with 344 yards, two touchdowns, and interception, but your team only scores 17. What do you What do you thought? Well, yeah. You've got to mention. You've got to mention his two fumbles in the red zone and his interception was in the red zone. You can do all you want to get down the field, which he was. He was passing dominantly. Justin Jefferson was catching absolutely everything. He was getting thrown at him. That part was elite, but it's all good and well unless you can score. Yeah, that's where I you obviously think they're, they're going to fall short this year. Is they just can't in the big moments. They're not getting the job done, even though it's real early, but. Well, and wasn't that was always the knock on Kirk, wasn't it? That he can't perform Big in the games. prime time. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's a, it's not the same analogy, but the prime time of a game is the red zone. Mm. That's where you need to perform. But yeah, you look at those stats. If you don't know the result of the game, you look at those stats. You're like, that's a pretty dominant performance. Oh, you he's think probably, that's he's probably gone on to lead the team to victory. Yeah. And then, yeah, so to see that, and yeah, to have your stat then, Danny, of the three. Um, what was it? Two fumbles and an interception in in the red zone. Yeah, you can't have, can't have that. Are you worried as a Viking fan, or are you just like it's an anomaly? We'll be back next week. What's that? Are you worried as a Viking fan? Not you, obviously not. But if you were, um, 
No, no, it's hard. To, it's hard to read a lot into week one. Fair enough. Fair Other enough. than the Raiders are going to go on and win the Super Bowl. Yeah, win the Super Bowl. Sorry. <laughs> All righty, we'll move on to uh, the news. We only have one news story, uh, and the news is brought to us by our last sponsor, uh, American Connection. There they are. They are the same. 10% off with our code, uh, American Connection with a K, as you can see on their website there. They've got it. They've just brought out a whole new range as well for uh, the NFL. They've got some sick visors, um, back plates. They've got a gold back plate, which I don't even play, but I might get it just because it looks awesome. <laughs> um, any given Sunday is the code uh, 10% off. But the, the only real major news... Can I just say, before you move on, for all the punters listening that might not feel the need to get across to the YouTube. T-Mac is absolutely upping the game on the visuals. At the moment. It's becoming more of a visual uh, we are podcast, visual. that's for sure. So get get onto the YouTube and uh, have a squeezy. He's just putting in the work. Thanks, mate. I do appreciate that. You know, there's the there it is right there, that back plate. That, so the one plate. that flicks across, that's a black one, but they've got it in gold and it looks bloody good. So when the mm-hmm. – uh, there it is right there. When I've got the kids jumping all over me, I might grab that thing. and uh, a chip. Yeah. Um, the, the only real news, all the news this week was injury-related. So, obviously, Dr. Downey's gone through that. Uh, so, th- the biggest news, obviously, for Kansas City Chiefs fans, Chris Jones has signed his deal. After sitting there with his agents, like two big muscle guys, <laughs> watching the game, he's gone and actually worked is out. A, is the, the Cats Brothers? Cats Brothers or something. I think it was a K yeah. as well. So K-A-T-Z, Cats, I think, yeah. Um, but what is what is the deal, boys? It's it's not a four, five, six-year deal. What, what do we got? He, no, he kind of came out in the same position he would have been if he didn't hold out. So it's it's heavily it's heavily incentive based. So yeah. because so of his holding out and his fines of up around three million or you know whatever he lost for holding out, he's only um, gained an extra two point nine or something in his contract. But then there's a lot of back ended incentive based things where he can make um, make a lot of bank there. I think. And one of them, one of them is a so he's got five point five million dollars in incentives for a nineteen point five million dollar contract. So it's only leaving fourteen million behind. And like Cars was saying, take away that three or whatever that he got is going to be penalised for sitting out. It's not looking overly fantastic. And also, there's not a clause in there preventing a franchise tag for next year. Yeah, that was a big so thing. Why wouldn't they just franchise tag him and save themselves some more money? He doesn't have to accept the franchise tag, though. Very true, but they're definitely going to offer it. Yeah, but I, I feel like if he's holding out like this now, he's not going to do it next year. He's going to come in next year and be like, you know what? If you're not going to get the deal done, I'm going to apply Where's my trade. Eligible elsewhere. for free agency. Hmm, that's what I feel like. But huge for them this year, especially as you saw how big he was missed on the weekend. Yeah, massively. You like he needs to be on the field. He needs to be on the field for you know for that Chiefs defense for them to actually be able to perform the way that they want to and the, the way that they're known to. Yeah. yeah, they talk about him. He's a once in a generational player for his size and how quick and how powerful an athlete he is. Yeah, he's a he's a, a rare rare unit. So they are obviously a much better team with him out there. He's a he's a game wrecker. Um, so yeah, probably a different maybe a different result. Um, Thursday night if he's out there, but he'll be he'll be out there week two. Um, yeah. so huge it's huge actually, news yeah. for the Chiefs. For the Chiefs. The home of the Chiefs. Probably should have mentioned the the other contracts that got done. Joey B got done. He's the highest paid QB 
of all time now, or $55 million a year. And uh, Bosa got done as well. So for Jones to hold off this extra year, the, it's only going up. So you, wouldn't you think the Chiefs, if you want to keep him around long, pay him now. It's actually going to be cheaper for you in the long run. Yeah, uh, yeah. because I heard um, someone talking about the owner. Who's the owner of the Chiefs? Uh, whoever they are. Um Apparently, they don't like to pay people multiple times. So, Jones already had that big $80 million contract. So, he's already kind of got, got his bag kind of thing. Right. So, yeah, just hearing that the, the Chiefs owner doesn't necessarily like, like to pay people, you know, more than once. So, mm-hmm. I feel like you have to sometimes, but. Well, that's we exactly right. If we, you don't run the, we don't run the ship, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, <laughs> I feel like that was the only real huge news besides injury related. Anything else you want to bring up, boys? Or we're going to get into uh, another segment that I might have lined up ready to go. Are we going to touch on uh, Joey B at any point? It probably needs, yeah. to be, probably needs to be spoken about the fact that Joey B went into, um, went into Cleveland, never seems to play well when he's playing there. And uh, once again, Obviously, he didn't have a training camp, uh, and that's not uncommon for Joey B. But, yeah, he definitely wasn't performing at his elite level that he would have liked to. Yes. I might say that there is a time that we will be talking about this <laughs> without All giving right. it away too much. <laughs> there is one thing I want to bring up, and I, I don't know if you boys know, but have you ever heard of someone in week one getting their bonus for the year? Oh, yeah. Um, was it Branch? Nah, it's like, is it with a spoon? Oh, no, you're right. It was, yeah. I forgot sure his name. For the Jets. So, in his career, he's got three interceptions. So, in his contract, uh, the cornerback or the safety for the Jets had, if you get three interceptions for the year, it's another 250,000. Josh right. Allen must have said, I'll That's split right. it with you or something because he's thrown him three in the first game and he's already got his 250K. How good's that? Oh, good. What a legend. Jordan Whitehead is the name you're searching for. That's the one. With a spoon's That's pretty close. Boy. So, mad shout out to him for uh, just collecting bags in week one. So I wasn't watching the game too closely. I was a little bit uh, still uh, in recovery mode. Yeah. I heard at one point there was um, uh, Josh Allen essentially threw a punt. So, yeah. on a fourth and whatever, instead of punting the ball, he threw it. So, I guess, you, I suppose, is that because you've got the chance of being more accurate and pinning them right in, in the 10, I guess, or whatever? Um, I've seen Aaron Rodgers do this in the past because they do have – it was a 72-yard throw. Like, it was enormous. Yeah. I think it's it was huge. only third and eight. So, if you miss it, realistically, you're punting in the next one anyway. But he just yeah, heaved yeah. it so up. it's like a free shot. But I, I, I just heard someone saying, oh, that one shouldn't count because, you know, it's essentially it's a punt with his, with his, with his arm or whatever. Mate, but it still counts. He still, still counts. That's what it. He still had to catch it. Yeah, bloody oath. So, yeah. Nah. Yeah, it, it was a very interesting play, like – yeah, it's a three. It's a free play because you're going to be punting the next one anyway. But you know, throw it ten yards to more accurately, and you know, it's get the first down. down. <laughs> interesting one, interesting one. But huge yeah. on uh, Whitehead, not with a spoon. Huge Whitey. for him. Good old Whitey, Whitey. But we do have a segment that we've kind of it's knocked on a little bit without notice. Without notice. I do have a couple, possibly three, for you ready to go. So I hope you boys are ready to delve in the bags. The first one goes to that Bills-Jets game. Should the Jets stick with Zach Wilson or start looking for another veteran QB? This is Zach. 
David Zach. <laughs> Not this as hard. hard. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I believe the Hard Knocks hype. Yeah. So the Hard Knocks. It's the hard knock, hard knocks hype. That's tough to say. Go yeah. you <laughs> Very impressive. Uh, is so real with Zach, and he was looking like he was under the perfect tutelage of Aaron Rodgers and was taking everything in. Uh, but I do understand where the fact that they have gone out and they've reached out to the likes of like Matt Ryan and uh, Carson Wentz and people on those lines. Even if you just bring them in as your second stringer from here out just to have that veteran leadership to guide Zach, have Zach as your starter. And if it doesn't work out after week two, week two and week three, well, then you've got that veteran to hopefully just plug and play and they can learn the playbook in those first three weeks or whatever it is before they actually need him. Ideally, I want Zach Wilson to absolutely uh, dominate and just continue on doing what he was doing. He didn't play fantastic in the first three quarters, but that last quarter when that needed him to, he stepped up. He won the game. He got the job done. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And you've got to think, he's still going to have Aaron Rodgers there to mentor him. Once he's had his surgery and he's at a point in his career, he's going to be, he's still going to be around the facility and be there. And like, I think Rodgers still sees Zach Wilson as part of his legacy. So he's not just going to leave him and let him flounder on his own. Like he's still going to be giving him advice, giving him help, giving him tips. And once he's sidelined and helping and like he's looking at um, – opposition defenses and getting reads on defenses and things like what a what a tool to have and i think yeah no you're right though he does need they do need a backup but definitely um stick with zach for sure fair enough fair enough uh question number two who are you more worried about joey b and the bengals only scoring three points or the giants not scoring at all so i touched on this before so i'll start uh the Joey B thing, as I mentioned before, he didn't have a training camp. He's obviously coming off that calf injury and he's still, you know, slowly recovering, uh, going through his paces, stuff like that. And he also never never has once played well in Cleveland. That's just something yeah. that just hangs over his head. The same way he used to absolutely dominate in Arrowhead, he does the complete opposite when he plays in Cleveland. So put all those things into it. I'm not worried about him going into week two at all. Danny Dimes and that offensive line, completely different story. That is something like, as I mentioned before, they lost the best O-line now to injury, uncertain on when they're going to return. You can't be shut out in week one. You just can't. And obviously, huge props to Dallas. They dominated on offense and defense. They played incredible. And as I said, there's people kicking around me like, Dallas are Super Bowl favorites. Let's go. <laughs> Straight to Vegas. Here we go, baby. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, like take the playing the Cowboys out of it. The Giants needed to definitely do better, and I would be slightly worried. Like Danny, Danny Dimes just got paid as well. He was one of the first QBs yeah. to, to get paid and get that massive extension. If you get a massive extension, you get paid fifty million a year, whatever it is, forty-eight. It's close enough too, and you're not scoring at all. Ain't good enough. No. Nah. I'm gonna look at it a different way. So I'm gonna look at look at it from the point of view who they played and their rosters. Like the Bengals played the Browns, who we're not sure what the Browns are gonna be, and they've still got what many consider to be a Super Bowl contending uh, roster. Uh, the Giants uh, played the heavily favored Cowboys. Got a really, really, really strong defense. Um, you know, their, their roster probably not as 
in a strong position as what the, the Bengals are. So looking at it from that point of view, I'm kind of more worried that the Bengals didn't perform. Um, yeah, that the the Browns have had the wood over them, but like it's Joey B and the and the Bagels, like they need to do better uh, than just three points. So I'm a little bit more worried about the Bagels. Nice, lucky last question. Uh, back to that Jets game. Was the weekend the beginning of the Madden curse for the Bills? I was the so, Bills. Yeah, it was Josh Allen, wasn't it? Yeah, so Josh Allen definitely had a bit of a stinker there. Uh, there was a lot of interceptions. Uh, I watched every snap of that game, and he seemed like he wasn't making the correct reads for majority of it, which doesn't really bode well for him and the Madden curse. A lot of people saying that it's not real. Uh, I definitely expect, especially when Aaron Rodgers went down, I don't know if he mentally just took his foot off the gas being like, oh, I'm just going up against a Zach Wilson-led offense now. I should be all right. But he must have somehow forgotten that that Jets defense is a Super Bowl contending defense. Yeah. 100% it is, and there's no doubt about it. And, yeah, he just he just wasn't in it. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, he, he just making the wrong decisions at the wrong time. And, like, a lot of people talk about he's a bit of an all-or-nothing sort of guy. Like, he's going to take the shots, which that's fine. That's fair enough. But he didn't have his running game or his rushing game really feature at all um, during the game. Get that going. Bring, keep that involved because then it gets the defences thinking about, you know, worrying about him rushing and, and, and that sort of thing and not just, just focusing on the passing game. So, um, nah, curse isn't real. Ooh. Josh Allen's going to be fine, but Jeezy stunk it up. For the quality of the player that he is, he stunk it up. And that's that's the only issue it is because Josh Allen is that perfect built quarterback at whatever he is, 6'4". like a standard... Like, yeah, so like, he's the he was the cover of Madden for a reason. He's one of the best QBs in the league. So that's the only reason that we are so harsh on him. Run the ball, you animal. You're a beast. <laughs> he is. Um, it was a, since 2018 or 2019. He does have the most giveaways though, because he fumbled it a couple he's of times as well. 2020 most interception. interceptions, but he's also got the most touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's, it's, gonna... that's, that's sort of the all or nothing kind of knock on him that. Yeah, he's got a lot of well, he's got a lot of touchdowns, but also he's got a lot of inceptions. But it's yeah, you know. good with the bad. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I like the uh, look who you're playing kind of thing because yeah, you're playing some quality. I don't know who they've got this week if we're going to go through them, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bills. The Bills have got the Raiders, so it again another massively tough game this week. <laughs> well, Max Crosby could get in there and uh, do some damage. You never know. So. They, they are at home in Buffalo, though, so that, that definitely helps. Makes a difference, it does. All righty, <laughs> we're going to get on to some game previews. Uh, Danny Boy, you can start us off because it is tomorrow's game. What do you reckon? Yeah, so I've got the uh, Vikings-Eagles, the Eagles home opener. Uh, I didn't, didn't want to talk about the Eagles the whole podcast because I was going to bring up everything they did wrong <laughs> during this preview. <laughs> Uh, so it's going to be Thursday night football, which is a Friday kickoff for us, which is going to be ten fifteen Australian Eastern Standard Time. Look at you! Oh my god, too, mate. Why, why have you been doing this all the whole time? If uh, anyone, sorry, for anyone wow. who's just listening, uh, he's, he's just gone leaps and bounds to post a graphic while I'm talking about this. I was uh, scrambling so, the entire time when you guys were is, answering questions. This is <laughs> uh, that good. So it's a quick turnaround for both teams as they were both playing on Sunday uh, to now being playing on Thursday. A lot of injuries uh, on both sides. 
Uh, the Vikings wanting to bounce back after their, what I'm going to call a self-inflicted loss to the Bucks, which T-Mac went all over before. Uh, so the Vikings are obviously going to need to protect the ball a whole lot more, uh, whether it was just Kirk Cousins getting a bit nervous in that red zone. Uh, maybe he's going to talk a little bit to himself, <laughs> tell himself to hold on the ball a little bit better. Who knows? Uh, but last time when the Vikings played the Eagles, Kirk threw three interceptions during that game as well. So it'll be interesting to see if he comes out and is a little bit safer with the ball. Mm. Uh, so as you mentioned before, Kirk threw for that 344 yards. Uh, Justin Jefferson received nine of those for 150. So Darius Slay is probably going to be the number one person on him for the whole time. And Slay actually had a pick six when they were playing the Patriots, which is huge. So it's looking like a that to me is going to be the most interesting matchup almost of the whole game. The Eagles left so much on the table when they're playing the Patriots. Uh, Hertz got sacked three times, which is quite abnormal for one of the strongest O-lines in the whole of the NFL. Uh, he had a quiet game compared to what he normally has, both passing and rushing. But the Vikings still are going to have to always be worried about AJ Brown and Devontae Smith coming to this. Those two wide receivers, both could be wide receiver ones uh, in any team. So it's just going to be a very, very uh, tough defensive matchup for the Vikings. The Philly pass rush recorded two sacks against um, the Patriots, against Mac Jones. Jalen Carter got his first rookie sack, which is huge. Uh, obviously being, you know, that first round pick that they traded up to get. Um, yeah, so the defense also, though, allowed Mac Jones to throw over 300 yards and get three touchdowns. So for also a very what should be a very good defensive side. They let a lot go. So for both of these teams who were very strong in 2022, they're both going to want to desperately improve on what they did last week. I know Philly got the win, but there was times in that game where they definitely looked like they weren't going to. Yeah. I, I can't see the Vikings throwing up 350 yards against your D this week. So it'll be interesting to see... Uh, how that goes. I reckon the Packers have shown in the past, if you lock down on Jefferson, it's a completely different game. So Darius Slay has a huge, huge game under his belt coming up, I reckon. Yeah, and that's the thing. Slay did actually play well against the Patriots, so he's going to come in. He's coming in hot anyway. So as long as he can lock down JJ, there is a huge chance that Philly will run away with this. Um, they are favorited, Philly are favorites by six and a half as well. Hmm. Are you back in your Philly at six and a half? Uh, yeah, so I've already done my tips for the tipping comp and I put them as seven point winners. Oh, yeah, that's right. We've got to do that's that's about the line, roughly. That's nice, interesting. Um, yeah, nice. Anything to add with that, Cards, before I go and do mine? Uh, no, Danny absolutely nailed it. It was in depth. Uh, don't hold your breath for mine. Yeah, as I say, he's um, he's got a hell of a lot more than I do about mine, so that's that's sweet. Yeah, uh, that's good. My one is the Sunday night game. I've just got to move on to the next screen. Uh, who do I have? I've got the Pats and the Dolphins. Uh, now i got to go back to my stats. This is working well. So the Pats and the Dolphins playing. The 1-0 Dolphins versus the 0-1 Pats. As you said, the, the Pats are actually pretty good against your Eagles this week, Danny. Um they went down 20 to 25, but they did have their chances. A couple of fumbles early and late really cost them. 
Uh, Mac was impressive though, like you said, three sixteen, three touchdowns. He did throw an interception to your boys, but uh, he was impressive in that game. Um, but the Finns, as we said, four sixty six, three and one for Tua. Tyreek two hundred fifteen and two. There, that's obviously the the big uh, the, the big matchup of the game is whether the Pats defense can hold like they did with Jalen this week. If they can hold up against Tyreek and Tua. Um, and Jalen Waddle, he still had 60-odd yards uh, as well. So huge game for them. The last time they did play, the Finns won 36. Uh, sorry, they won 36-34 over the Chargers. The last time they played, the Pats actually won 23-21. Uh, to 21. It was very late in last year's season, but I imagine Tua wasn't playing. Um, but, yeah, so the line I have right here is... Where is the line? The line's eluding me. Here it is. Oh, it's only three to the Dolphins, which is interesting. I, think, I thought it would have been a little bit more. Yeah, I think with that line, they're probably looking at the fact that it's being played in New England yeah. and that and the, the Pats did incredibly well against Philly. Like, it, they, yeah. it was a game where they could have won, take away that uh, couple of fumbles and inception that Mac Jones threw. Take that out of it. It was probably the Pats' games to win. So if you're looking at that as a, a team that has just come up against the, you know, the runner-up in the Super Bowl, and they took them the whole way, took them to the fourth yeah. quarter. Was it? It was in the Patriots, wasn't it? It was in Hyde. Yeah, that was. And that's yeah. right. They had Tom Brady in there, sounding the horn or doing something. So it was a big, big news for him. The bell. Yeah. Uh, so two home games early for the Patriots yeah. as well. You want to kind of yeah. two tough games early. You, you want to kind of maybe sneak one of them. They missed out last week, so this might be a. a Scalp that they might be able to take, and Dolphins' defense was not fantastic against the Chargers. So <laughs> to say the, to say the least, so that's probably another reason. And like the Pats' offense was quite successful <laughs> against a strong defense. So yeah. that would be another reason that the line is that little bit I'm closer. Boys, we've got another guest who's just come to join out of nowhere. We've got Wayno, the old man's here. Wayno, oh, Wayno, yeah. yeah. on the YouTube watching. No. Doesn't help us. Who do you reckon is <laughs> going to win out of the Pats and the Dolphins? I'll probably do. It's a talk. It's a visual talking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Everyone's going to come. Yeah, medium. We're busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can sit here and carts. You're next up, mate. You can uh, take over. You've got the last game. It's an interesting I'm... week. We've got two. Two games, days are. I don't worry about it. We've got well, two yeah, games yeah, on Monday night, and you've selected the Monday night. Monday night double header. Um, got the Saints and the Panthers, and then the Browns and the Steelers. We're, I'm going to look at the Browns and the Steelers, and look at is a very generous term. I'm going to just um, have a bit of a talk about it, but it's in it's in Pit, Pittsburgh at Acroshaw Stadium, and uh, their second home game in a row for the Steelers. Obviously. We saw week one, the 49ers came in and did a number on them. The Brock, the Brock party uh, just came in and sort of, yeah, took them apart a little bit. And, you know, we, we kind of expect that from the 49ers, the, the caliber of the team that they've got. But then sort of the surprise was the Browns and what they did to the Bagels that we've alluded to already. So a pretty big game in terms of setting up the season for both of these two. Like do, do Cleveland kick on and keep going? on their winning ways or do the Steelers turn it around and actually uh, shore things up a little bit. I'm a bit worried about the Steelers. I think uh, Coach Tomlin might be having his first losing season 
Uh, yeah, don't don't love to say it. And I think you mentioned before, Danny Boy. That's a great graphic. Um, is it Deontay Johnson was injured? Um, the Steelers uh, yeah. receiver. So uh, just hurts. Yeah, and a time yeah, would as well. That's for... that's a bigger loss as well on the defensive side. Yeah, exactly. So and. Um, and all eyes were on Kenny Pickett in the preseason, doing everything well, and then come week one. There was a bit of hype. There was a bit of hype around Kenny Pickett. So, uh, you know, look to the likes of Pickens to to the Pickett and Pickens combo to step up. But um, I think in our previews, I did I did allude to the fact that Deshaun Watson was probably going to have a big year this year. So uh, good on me. Uh, <laughs> started off well. <laughs> It'll give myself a nice little pat on the back there. But... Um, I'm a bit worried about the Steelers here. A little bit mm. nervous for the Steelers. Yeah. It, no. the, line, the line's only two and a half points. And again, probably off maybe off the fact that it, it's in Pittsburgh and the Browns are the Browns. So they <laughs> could absolutely shit the bed from one week to the next. But I just, I think the, I think the Browns get it done. I tend to agree. I tend mm. to agree for some reason. It just, oh. yeah, the Steelers didn't look great. Uh, a couple of big losses. George Pickens didn't look... Like he's a highlight reel. He's not quite ready to be the number one yet. So we'll no, see what happens there. Yeah, just with uh, Deontay going down, it just puts a bit more pressure on him. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Yeah. There might be a team that could look in getting maybe a few more veterans in that wide receiver room, but you never know. You never know. Mm. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a soft spot for the Steelers, and I wasn't a fan of what Watson was doing in the offseason slash preseason. So I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to I'm going to pick the Steelers. Good, I right, mate. I like I like Coach Tomlin. I don't want him to have a losing season. That's why I'm worried. <laughs> I yeah. just think he will. Yeah, just doesn't. The signs don't look great early. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got one more segment to finish off with, which was actually requested on Twitter or X or whatever it's called these days. Uh, X. And we we've come in blind because I didn't want to know what you boys are picking, and I I, I wasn't going to tell you what I've picked. Um, to see if we have anything that that's similar, and I'm I'm going to get up and about if it really is, if it's the same thing. Wayne is going to get up and about too. Uh, our lock of the week. So we're just going to pick one game each where we think a team is, depending on what happened in the last week or, or whatever, that they're going to come out and they're going to. It's it's our lock. We we think they're going to win. So uh, my lock. Have, I'm going to go. You don't first. have a this. What was that? I do not yeah. because I only. Really put it in today, so okay. <laughs> uh, I, I can find something to put a big lock nah, on. Go for it. My lock uh, for my own personal reasons, thinking that the Chargers are going to bounce back. Chargers at the Titans. Uh, I'm just not sure about the Titans doing what they're doing this year. Uh, Ryan Tannehill couldn't throw it over. That's not care, Wayne. That's got nothing yeah. to do with it. <laughs> uh, I've got some on the way, so. Tannehill couldn't throw it over a jam team the other day. So I think that the Chargers, like we said, they had a, a huge game and plenty to work on. They're going to come out and, and they're my lock to beat the Titans this week. Love it. I flirted with that idea. I did. I really did. That was uh, it's probably my second lock. My oh. other lock is actually going to upset Cardi more than anyone and all of Las Vegas' fans. I cannot see... Josh Allen and the Bills going down 0-2 to start the season. So give me those Bills over the Raiders. Put a lock on it, baby. Bang. I love that. I'm going to have to step well, I don't, I don't love the call. I love what you did. <laughs> um, I've gone, probably going to surprise you, I've gone the Packers at oh. Atlanta as my lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> <Do you know? laughs> 
just because I knew how much it would mean to you, Dan- uh, Danny. Well, to you, T Mac. So it means heaps to Danny. Don't you worry. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you might yeah, be the that's, that's the best part. I must be so in tune with both of you because I was going to be my third lock, and it was going to be for the same reason. One Let's gives go. me a little pat on the back, but Jordan Love did actually like. We haven't even spoke about how well he did. So obviously, those five years where he sat behind Aaron Rodgers. He was learning everything. Have you seen the side-by-side video comparison? He does mm-hmm. the exact same head shake, does the exact same fake handoff. It's like step and step in time. So all this time that he spent behind him and everyone was putting question marks on him because they only got to see him start once, he just came out and dominated. He played yeah. incredible. I know you're playing the Bears, which is the worst team in the league, and they're probably going to get the number one. It was in Chicago, though. It was in Chicago. Still mm. the Bears stink. That's never going <laughs> to change. Uh, but I was all about the back. Go pack, yeah. go with yes. <laughs> with Jordan did, Love behind uh, I'm glad you didn't. I, I sent you a video after we won. I'm glad you didn't get it out and put it all over the socials. I was pretty <laughs> happy with the win. So <laughs> thanks, guys. Maybe not. Uh, no worries. No worries. Yeah. Beautiful. Well done, boys. Uh, we've come to the end. Um, nothing really in the works. Oh, actually, I've got one more thing to add. Actually, like uh, it's not any news or anything, but it is something that was recently. <laughs> premiered on Amazon Prime. For those that are desperate to get something in before tomorrow's game, the documentary about Jason Kelsey has come out. And yeah. I watched it this morning. And oh. I, was bit, I was a bit emotional because I was very tired. <laughs> but it, uh, there was parts of it that literally brought tears to my eyes. It is an incredible documentary, not just coming from an Eagles fan, but coming from a fan of Kelsey himself. Travis is also in it for all these Chief fans. There's a huge part about the Super Bowl and leading up to it. Uh, and it shows his family life, shows everything he's planning on doing after it. It is an incredible show. It's uh, I think it's a two-hour movie uh, documentary. Definitely worth watching. If you don't have an Amazon Prime account, get one or borrow someone else's and just watch it. Was it was a seven-day trial or something. Uh, yeah, and I just it's a 30 day. I think it's that's a called day. Kelsey? It's just called Kelsey. Kelsey, one word, yeah. Just one no, word. I saw, an, I saw an ad for it, and I was like, i got to watch that. And uh, the mama, Mama Kelsey, Donna Kelsey, has a huge feature in it. She's like, she's essentially the third main character, <laughs> just as she was during the whole Super Bowl. With the uh, Super Bowl leader. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if anyone hasn't watched it, definitely do yourself a favor. Go out and watch it. We've got over, well, we've got under 24 hours before uh, the first game of week two. But in that in the, in the time before Sunday, definitely get it in because it's uh, it'll tickle your little football fix. And it is incredible. Nice. Great way to finish. I like it. Uh, but we're going to finish with, don't forget to go find our link for Dan's and, and Game Pass. Uh, sign up. Get around it. Before week three and you're going the chance to win. So Perfect. make sure you let everyone know. Find us on the socials. Good luck to your team, whoever they are playing this week. Go to the Packers. And Good luck, we'll... Maxi Ramps. Good luck, Maxi Ramps. Oh, yes. Good luck to their homeboy. He'll be right. Yeah. So good work, lads. Speak and, the next uh, week. Go to the Torquay Tigers. Well, hey. We'll finish on that one for sure. We'll take that. We'll take that. Thank you.